2017 was another big year for Inside Motorsport on CRN. 30 stations across the country were provided with a variety of views from the world of supercars, including drivers, owners, commercial managers and engineers. Shane Van Gisbergen explained how he's grown as a driver and as a teammate. Well, we saw towards the end uh, your teammate check up a little bit, let you yep. through. Now, do you think that ends his chances at uh, racing at Force India? Because uh, they don't sort of do that there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the way it works. It works really well on our team. And if the situations were reversed, I would let him go. Because at that stage, I had really good speed and a chance to win the race. So, yeah, if he's in that same position, I'd pull over for him as well. Is that part of being this team, or is that just how you race as a teammate when you're in Europe or anything like that? Uh, it's just different. It depends on the situation. Like, if it was last year and we're last into the race, same strategy, fighting, fighting for... Um, you know something and we were both at the front of the field last year you know we race each other but this year we're not the fastest we need to work together and and uh, especially in the middle stint of a race where things are playing out you look after your teammates so yeah that's one thing we've really learnt in the last few years and it's been working do you think uh, your mindset would have been like that four or five years ago no definitely not you know um, that's part of learning and growing up isn't it Van Gisbergen's boss Roland Dane gave his perspective on the possible sale of the business the sale process that um, Archer Capital um, uh, are keen to uh, to pursue um, is it's not of our doing we'll just we'll just wait and see you know we're very happy with our lot at the moment uh, we've got um, uh, good income stream flowing to the teams uh, and have had for the last couple of years uh, so the the onus is entirely upon um, uh, Archer to tell us what they'd like to do you know at the moment we're just watching and waiting. Phil Keed the engineer for Fabian Coulthard talked about the changes in engineering philosophy at DJR Team Penske this season since the arrival of Ludo Lacroix. Well <clears throat> when Ludo arrived this year um you know, he, he just brought a process and, and, and said, let's stop and look at where are we strong, where are we weak, and it's been, it's been fantastic. So we've probably had some little areas that we've changed more than you normally would, but it's normally very incremental. Normally you you sort of work from the base and the things that you, you've known and learned from previous years because each track's so different. So this year's probably a little bit more different than normal. Um, and, uh, yeah, because of the, the process that Ludo's brought, not not any specific setup, but just a, a process for looking at where are we strong and where are we weak. You've worked with a lot of other very good engineers. What is Ludo like? Does he think like a standard engineer or is he um, a bit more avant-garde? Well, I mean, I don't think any engineer is particularly standard in their uh, in their thinking, but Ludo is, um, you know, I'd say he's, he's unique in amongst a lot of the engineers I've worked with uh, in that he's just incredibly driven. He's a very clear thinker. A very good decision maker, um, very good at debriefing and um, being honest and promoting honesty in a in a group. So it's not quite like the hand in hand, you know, two engineers relationship. I mean, he he leads very strongly and um, and you know he he, he brings good uh, analysis from someone like me. You know, he asks lots of questions and um, <clears throat> you know gives countering arguments and everything else. I mean, so he's driven. It's, it's no piece of cake. Sort of working with him, it's um, you know he's, he's very driven, very passionate, and um, yeah. It's, uh, but you know, I, I find that sort of thing very stimulating, um, and uh, so it's working really well for me. Midway through the season, we asked Roland Dane on his views of how the driving standards were being employed in 2017. 
I haven't really seen anything that uh, is um, glaringly a, a bad decision yet. Uh, so, you know, all credit to them so far. Um, it's a very hard job and, and nobody will be right all the time. But I think um, yeah, Michael Massey and, um, and Craig Baird uh, are doing the best they can um, in what is always going to be a, a job where there'll be two or three or four or five or a hundred different opinions. So um, certainly so far they've, uh, they've overall the, the job has been well done. Phil Keed talked about joining DJR Team Penske and learning the Penske way. I think when you when you look at the Penske way, it's it's really um, specific and strongly led, and um, you know it's centred around doing things the right way and um, behaving the right way and and um, being the right sort of racer. And um, <clears throat> yeah, they're really 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 good values, and I'm really excited to sort of be part of that and. You know, to be honest, hoping to to learn and and grow within that framework because it's quite rigid and it's um it's strong leadership. So I'm, I'm really enjoying it for now. Have you been surprised just how hands on uh, Roger Penske and also the rest of the US arm has been? No, not really. I mean, when in in the, the time when I spoke to them before I before I joined, I, I got I got the impression that you know I mean they're racers, they're, they're businessmen as well, but they really really uh, focused on racing and they love the they love racing and they love being part of it and um, having an Peter Travaskas is the commercial manager at ProDrive Racing Australia. He explained how sponsorship deals come together. Yeah, you know, there's a range of ways deals come together. Um, I think we'd all like them just to fall on our lap and, uh, and be a fait complete. But uh, no, look, they, they generally take a little bit of time to culture and nurture, and often you know they can be years of uh, discussions and, and um, you know sort of planning. But in the general sense, you're probably you know it's around about a 12-month lead time, and uh, they can often come through contacts through other people that we know, you know, uh, private entities, clients or third parties. Um, sometimes sponsors reach out to you looking to get involved in the sport and then may come through the category as well. So there's a number of different ways we can channel them. But ultimately it's up to us to obviously come up with the right package. You know, we're uh, obviously a large team, the, the biggest in pit lane with four main series car and two Dunlop series cars. So the uh, the commerciality of our team is obviously very important because um, we need substantial funding to, to compete. So those deals are critical to the overall success. Uh, in terms of tiers, I mean, the, there's a number of different ways you can cut a deal up. For the most part, and you'll see this with most teams in the Supercar series, that uh, there is a primary sponsor in each car. They're usually the primary sponsor for an entire season or multiple seasons, depending on the deal. And they control the majority of the space on that car, generally the general colour and look and feel of, of the car and everything that's related to it, merchandise, team uh, uniforms, garage, race suits, you know, digital applications. So there's quite a you know, knock-on effect for gaining a large commercial partner and the look and feel and the general direction of the of the, that car and potentially the, the whole overall team. It wasn't all about supercars in 2017. We spoke to the first lady of sports car racing, Lena Gade, about her highlight in racing. All of it, I guess. Um, I mean, there's always bad days, uh, but it's outweighed by the good days. Um, if you know after a race you've walked away doing sort of 100, 100% of what you could have and there were mistakes you made but you know how to improve it you know that the next time round it's going to be better um, and you can even have that when you have a particularly bad race so it's all been good Nathan Quinn was the Australian Rally Champion of 2017 he told us how he got registered for this year's event yeah well at the start of the year you know we the, the focus was um, just being a small little team was to get to Victoria do an event be recognised for for the actual uh, the classic Alpine Rally next weekend, and 
And he goes, you know what, Quinny, you should probably just register for the championship. You never know what might happen. And uh, so I borrowed some money from the girlfriend and and uh, we entered the, the Australian Championship to score points. And, you know, uh, nine months later, we're, uh, we managed to win it. So you, this year, teamed up with Angus Fraser for a rally sprint to what well, kick off the New South Wales Rally Sprint Championship before you went down to Victoria for the Eureka Rally. Yeah, we, you know, we always try and support our local events, uh, club events. It's a good opportunity to get out there and uh, and make the most of the local events. A little bit of fun, a little bit of testing, and and we're trying some new things with the car. And and Angus's uh, father is Andrew Fraser, which is a local member of council here, and uh, and he's fantastic support for the rally. And and uh, you know we progressed through the year with about a hundred different co-drivers, um, but. Full credit goes to Dave Calder and, and Ben Cersey who who were there for the uh, the big rallies and and carried out the, the task perfectly. Finally, it's been a rough and tumble year on the track. We are Shane Van Gisbergen. If you knew much about the World Championship for 12th place, it's Queensland Raceway. Yeah, I bet it involves some Nissans too, no doubt. They um they race hard, those guys. But um yeah, glad we're not back there with them. <laughs> Thanks for your time listening to some of the highlights of Inside Motorsport this year. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. I hope you enjoyed this highlight show. Next week, we look at some of the highlights from our sister program, Inside Supercars. I hope you can join us then. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.